Hello, welcome back to the show. We are doing a part two of the online dating experience. OMG, I'm feeling this whole vibe right now. <sighs> We've all been having such a good time here at the office and talking about, well, Zooming, Zooming our office <laughs> and talking about what we are going to be doing with the podcast and also a lot of the beautiful, delicious, nasty topics that we will be covering remember that the show is rated mature um most of the time i keep it very clean but lately we've been on the love tip and that just deserves a little something something different with a little flavor and a little flair and so sometimes i might need to say things for my viewers and my listeners because they're coming here for a show. They're coming here for real deal conversation, self-love therapy, real conversations for real people. And that means that we talk about things that should not be for little ears. Okay. So welcome back to Elsie Blast. No, elsieblast.com. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Therapy. I'm Elsie Blast from elsieblast.com. I love all these bloopers. I've been doing it all week. I'm totally feeling that vibe. I'm gonna let it ride out. And we're gonna get to today's episode. One of the things that I really want to share with you, and I, I will make this quick, um, hopefully. You know, your girl likes to talk a little bit on the mic. I'm not like this in real life, though. I don't talk so much. I mean, I do, but I don't, you know, and I know how to just sit and chill, you know, you don't always got to be talking. Although I'd be talking myself in my own mind, of course, but that isn't that what we all do really to a point. Now that I've gotten all of that off my chest, we are going to have a real conversation about online dating and merging your hopes and dreams and talking about sex with your potential muse, like your new muse, really saying, hey, this is, you know, this is how much, how many times I could definitely come a week. This is kind of what my body craves. Like, this is what I want. This is, I feel like that conversation should definitely happen within the first three days. I know people are going to be like, what, Elsie, what? Yes. I feel like there's nothing better that to, to do it, to get to it, to get to it. Like just say what you need to say within the first week, I feel not within the first three days, but within the first week, I think the conversation needs to go on sex. And I dare to tell you, honestly, like almost day one, seriously, like three, three to five days. Like we need to have this conversation. Listen, I like it like this. I like this. This is what I like. This is how many times I could take it. Like literally I made sure that my client asked her potential muse, like, how many times do, do you feel like you want it a week or you need it? Like, I need to hear these things. Again, she has a high sex drive. So she's like, let's get to it, you know? And he was just like five. And she was like, okay, I could easily do five. Like I could do five. And one of those five days I can go at it like two or three times, maybe like two, but definitely, I mean, my puss might need a break, but definitely could do it five days easily with my eyes closed, with my eyes open, with the light on, with the light off, like whatever it is, right? 
and and talk about oh god i love the fact that he asked her if she would do anal like that i was like thank you so much for this vulnerability thank you so much for this conversation you know men let them let them be who they want to be i mean that's a fantastic question and most women would have that question too like you know do you want to get go in that booty hole <laughs> oh my gosh um i'm i'm like playing shy right now um but isn't that such a great question? Like how, and, and can I touch it? Can I, like, you need to ask men this, like masculine men, you know, they, most of them for the most part, they'll be like, no, you can't go in there. And it's like, okay, well, can I, can I touch it? Can I play with it? Can I like stay on the rim? Like, can I use my fingers, my tongue, the tip of my finger, just a little tiny part of my finger? I swear, no nails, like just straight finger, like just a little bit, just a tiny, can I poke it? Can I lay it? Can I, like, can I stroke it? And just, can I get, can I get in there? You know what I'm saying? I was like, girl, why are you trying to get in that booty so bad? It's like, she might have a fetish. She needs to get in that booty, you know? Oh my gosh, I can totally understand this. I love this so much. This is like my favorite conversation right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, because sometimes you'll see your partner and he could be washing dishes and he has his undies on and you're like, damn, he's teasing me right now. Like, and all he's trying to do is wash dishes. Poor guy. Poor guy. My partner went through that, by the way. That's a that's a that 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 story. That story is actually mine. <laughs> I was like, that booty is teasing me. You can't bring that booty within a two mile radius. You know, I'm gonna try to check that ass. I'm trying to feel it, squeeze it, kiss it. You know, when you just pull down the underwear, just a little, like, I just, mm, so cute, right? Like, it's just, mm, so delicious. And okay, I'm, I'm too excited about this conversation we're having here. Let me tone it down a little bit. He had a nice butt or he has a nice butt. What am I talking about? Had. What is this? Okay. Anyway, I lost track of myself. I hope never to do that again on my podcast concerning sexual things. Um, so look at us being intimate and vulnerable with each other, right? Like this is a real conversation. I don't tell anyone this. Look at me talking about these things on my podcast. Don't judge. Um, if you don't like it, please don't listen. I apologize, but this is my podcast and I must share my thoughts and dreams, <laughs> the things that I only hope to aspire. I just aspire to tap that booty. No, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Like they're just minding their business, trying to clean. Like you can't clean with a shirt off. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, I had a friend, my gay friend. He loved when his husband only had a t-shirt on and nothing else underneath. I was like, the I was like, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing that because that's like my new favorite thing. Like I, I live for the day. I live for the day. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. All right. So let me bring my focus back to the podcast episode. So you want to have these conversations as soon as possible, right? Because you don't want to waste any time. Like we're not on the same page as far as sex is concerned. We don't, I don't even need to continue on with this conversation. Like I don't need another guy friend. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get to 
like the goal goal, right? Like, let's say that's what your thought process is. You're like, listen, I'm trying to get to the goal, but I know like two things about me that literally if I don't have them, it's going to be bad, bad, bad. Right. And so one of them for you might be like sex and, um, affection in fact, and sex and affection are two different things. I was talking about that with someone today and they're just completely two separate entities. Okay, one of them leads to the other sometimes, and one of them builds up the relationship so that the other one can succeed and thrive, right? Like affection. If you're good with that, man, that sex is gonna be on the, off the charts like fire, right? And and if you're not an affectionate person, then you want to make sure that you say that and communicate that to your muse and say, listen, you know, this is this something that would bother you? Give the other person an opportunity to see if they are a true match with who you are you know like if you're like listen i love 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 affection i could touch all day i was oh my god i'll just be feeling you i just could just start sucking you out of nowhere like and then the other person's like whoa that sounds like a lot i don't know that i could handle that that sounds like it's you know a little bit out of my element you seem like you're a little bit too much of a bunny rabbit for me girl like or guy or you know like or them they and it's just a bit much and it's just not my vibe. It's just not my flow. I don't want you to feel bad. You are perfectly normal and healthy. We are all perfectly normal and healthy despite all the variations of types of, you know, desires and cravings we have. We are normal and it's it's best to accept who you are and offer that and be real about who you are from the very beginning, do you know, oh my God, I just thought of a story. I had a friend, oh my gosh, she was sucking her, her husband's day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rewind that. Um, she was always providing oral sex for her boyfriend who then became her husband. And then she stopped having oral sex. What? What? Why? And, and, and maybe the reason was because, you know, he, be, you know, he had a situation with another woman and maybe that kind of hurt the relationship and the bond. So she just, it, she changed her, right? It could have, it could have been that. It could also have been that she just stopped because that she just wasn't that person anymore. And it happens. It happens when you go from your twenties and then you are leading into your thirties and you change who you are. Sometimes we stay the same, but some people change. I've never changed in my sexual nature. I've always been a freaky dick. Like from the very, from day one, my very first time ever, I was 18 years old, my very first partner, I, ch I chose him. I decided it was very much, it wasn't spontaneous. Well, no, he made it very special, but you know, it was very much calculated. Like I knew who I wanted to choose. It was a safe person. Everything was that way, right? Not everyone gets that lucky. And I'm sorry if you didn't, for some reason in this one particular area, it worked out for me, but there are other areas that were a complete shit show. So, um, but this particular area, it was just so amazing. And where was I going with that story? <laughs> um, but it was a beautiful experience. But from the beginning, I, the first time he asked me, he was like, you sure you haven't done this before? <laughs> and I was like, 
really like oh, no of course i haven't done this before he's like are you sure because you seem like you really knew what you were doing <laughs> and i was like yo i'm a natural right and of course i learned more tricks along the way over the years right you, you learn more and more and more tricks so imagine you have the mind who is, is so evolved and you can offer that to your partner you have an evolved version of your sexuality right? That comes to play. Then you are developed in your emotional stability and then bringing that to the table. And then you know how to maintain your energy, take care of your energy, care for your energy. You have a spiritual connection with yourself. You know how to maintain yourself. You have a spiritual connection with God, source, or something outside of self that, you know, family, community, all those things. You're a badass. You are a fucking badass from head to toe. And then if you even look like a baddie because you take care of yourself and you don't have to look like, you know, a, a 10, you could be the baddie of the seven. You could be the baddie of the six and whatever, you know, whatever you decide to label yourself as. I feel like we're all a 10. I'm being honest. We're all a 10. We just look different, but we are all a 10. And so be that best version of you. Show that forth but let me tell you a secret i'm gonna tell you a secret that a lot of people don't share when you're dating and when you're dating when you're past your 30s there are insecurities that you have about your body your bones crack things right you're like oh shit you know i'm over here trying to be sexy and next you know my this cracks and that cracks it's like can we just look past that and continue having this great amazing sexual interaction that we're having <laughs> right you're like all right, I'm having sweat spells or you're, you might be going through menopause depending on what, you know, where you're at with that. And it's, it, you feel like it's a lot. And having someone who can love you and hold space for that version of you, you with the cracks and the aging and the my back hurts and, you know, opening your leg a little bit this way. Like, can someone hold space for that? You know, are you flexible? Would you like to be more flexible? Would you like to offer that to your partner? And I want you to know that flexibility takes six months to a year of continued practice. And you do get better over time. But if you're trying to be an acrobat at the age of 60, I highly recommend that you allow that to take years to happen. And of course, there's going to be things that we cannot do or we're not able to do because of our age or complications or all those other th variations that show up for us but can you choose a, a partner who is mature enough to say yeah if you go through things with your body because we're both aging I'm down and available to love you through that process to care for you to make you feel secure now I'm gonna go find a young a younger version of you or a younger person you know, I'm really building up this confidence within my relationship so that my partner can feel safe. My partner can feel loved. You know, if he starts going bald, it's going to mess with him a little bit. Can you hold space for that? Can you love him through that process? Can you love him through his changes and his loss of his appearance? Can you love her through her changes and her loss through her, uh, you know, of her or for her toward, toward? toward her appearance I, th I don't think I can talk completely today I don't know I don't know what's going on maybe I was still thinking about some okay never mind <laughs> we'll leave the booty out of it girl <laughs> okay I, I promise I'm not talking about it I've, apparently I have a thing for booty and lats I don't know don't judge me please I can feel it <laughs> 
All right. So I'm going to close the episode with this because I really would like you to do some work and All right, guys, so I'm going to close the episode here. I really want you to do some work on your journey with yourself concerning relationships, concerning what you need, what you desire, what your negotiables are, your non-negotiables, and really come to terms with, with what that looks like for you. Your journaling prompts would look like, let's talk about some journaling prompts. Um... My non-negotiable in a relationship is, and then you write it again, my non-negotiable in a relationship is, and you continue to exhaust the same sentence over and over and over again, filling the blank each time with something different so that you come to terms with your clarity on what you desire for your relationship. Then another question would be, so you can reverse it and do the non-negotiable and then the negotiable. Another one would be, what do I need to feel safe? What will I need to feel happy? What would, what energizes me? I like this one. What energizes me? What can my partner do that energizes me? Because in that moment in your life, you'll maybe come home and you feel the weakness. You feel the lack of love and stuff and you don't feel energized. So then you know what to ask from your partner and have your partner hold space for enriching you and pouring into you and energizing your soul right so having a mature relationship that involves holding space this is again we're talking about holding space right we did in the last episode as well this is where you're holding space for each other's thoughts feelings emotions and energy and when you understand how to do that and when and let's say you're into relationship and spiritual practices you can bring your partner uh to god you can pray for your partner you can speak life into your partner whether your partner is there or not you can speak life to your partner and say things that your partner needs in order to feel spiritually full and what that might look like is let's say my partner's feeling weak or not good or whatever right so i would say i see my partner feeling full and satisfied and strong those body parts are are working and in order you know like just calling out the things that aren't going well for your partner maybe money or business or life and speak life into your partner's business speak life into your partner's career speak life into your partner's mind and thoughts and emotions and really be the version of you that can show up fully in a relationship and succeed do not waste someone else's time if you're not able to do that do not and don't allow someone else to waste your time if they're not able to do that so in the dating process even if you're married right now like learn how to do that and in the dating process find out what your partner is able to do what they already know of have them listen to this episode of course really be on the same page as you master your love life so i will leave you with that i love you so much if you like this episode give a five-star rating follow subscribe comment below let me know what you thought about the episode and remember share it with a friend all right be kind to yourselves and each other i'm elsie blast from elsieblast.com and i will talk to you in our next episode take care